Hello, people. Here's another Role Players Are Wonderful episode with original music by Andrew Clotworthy. Go to soundcloud.com slash clotworthy to hear more of his music and follow him on Twitter at Clotwo. To hear the unedited raw feed with all roles and out-of-character discussion intact, go to donate to paw.win to gain access to the podcast Are Wonderful premium feed. Character sheets and swords and sorcery And we made a show cause being friends is neat Epic quests and treasure chests And all that because we have to admit Role players are wonderful Role players are wonderful so want to set the scene for us, Bruce? Where are we at? What can we see? Right. Um, last time, you made your way through uh, the Tree Fort hideout dungeon, and um, after navigating your way through uh, a couple of traps and puzzles and um, just ruthlessly murdering some bandits... <laughs> One of which did actually beg for his life. Um, he made your way to the the top of the hideout um, where Baron was waiting on you. So now you are in a large circular room. And uh, I think where we left, left off last time, you, you spoke briefly to Baron. And uh, he gave you a chance to give him the orb. You declined. And so, um, basically what's happened is he's hopped down from the box that he was sitting on and, um, you can see that he's a, he's a large guy. Uh, he's got a giant beard. He wears a pirate hat and he's dressed much like you think a pirate would be dressed. He's got boots and a big duster. There's a cat in the room. The cat is kind of not interested in, uh, the whole confrontation deal. So it just kind of goes to the other side of the room and sits down. Baron pulls out his sword, and uh, as he stands to to fight you guys, you see that hanging around his neck amongst a couple of other chains, there is a gold chain that... Ice. Uh, Italian. <laughs> for <laughs> sure. On this gold chain, hanging about uh, in the middle of his chest, is a strange brooch-looking object. It kind of looks like a leaf. But the center of the leaf has been um, removed. So it's kind of like a ring that's in the shape of a leaf. And uh, there are little gold clasps sticking to the interior of this um, circular leaf object that look like the orb would fit very snugly into it. Hmm. Can we all agree that the cat is my prize for beating him? (laughs) Well, who knows? Maybe in the melee. Something terrible will happen to this cat. If you any of you hurt the cat specifically, I will go after you specifically. Unless it's uh, Keth, because I'll die. I try. You guys, um, you guys might want to go ahead and roll a perception check here, just so that you get. Um, there might be some extra information that I can give you based on that. Okay. Sure. Let's smartly put extra points into perception. Oh wow. We all did really good, guys. Under skills. There we go. Ah, you. Hey, alright. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guys, we're really good at looking at stuff. Everybody <laughs> rolled above a 20? I got glasses. 
Okay, so <laughs> you all noticed that Baron has a bandage wrapped around his uh, left thigh. Looks like maybe he uh, caught a crossbow bolt or something not too long ago. You don't know to what extent it will affect his movement, um, but it looks like he's got some sort of minor injury. Uh, you look up and around and you notice that the roof of this particular room isn't really uh, a roof so much as just an entire like thicket of those vines with spikes that you saw earlier and uh, that seems pretty ominous and what else what else oh you notice that Baron also carries a uh, pistol a small well, a couple of pistols. So they look like they they only have one shot a piece, but he carries several of these little pistols that um, he would probably use as a ranged weapon. Uh, Mero, you rolled a twenty on your perception check. So for your natural twenty, I'll tell you that the cat's name is Brian. You just know <laughs> it is. You, oh, don't, you don't know why. Yeah, I zoom in and I can see it on his uh, collar. collar. Yeah. He's got a little the holy trinity there. of Brian's cat's cat's name is Brian. So, uh, like I said, this, he gave you the opportunity to give him the orb peacefully. He said he would let you live. You said no. There's clearly going to be a fight. Now, speaking of the orb, just a sec. I think uh, Marrow is currently holding onto that, or was it Kath? Uh, no, you have it. Okay. Yep. Is there anything to hide under in case he uses the spike vines against us? Uh, they- no. I mean, the things around the edge of the room are just boxes. You can't get under them. Okay. Uh-huh. Because they've shot at us quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, you think that there's a good chance that Baron has some sort of control over these vines. I got an orb of my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's made almost this entire thing probably with the setting. Yeah, he's probably got a lot of use of it. But... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, are we are we battling right now or? Yeah, I mean, he's gonna. He gets off the box and he says, "You boys don't know what you're fucking with." Neither do you, motherfucker. <laughs> Jerry said you were gonna use the orbs to control natural resources and make a lot of money. He says, uh, "the The time for talking is over." And okay. so, right, you sorry. guys uh, roll I, your. I had a deal. He is going to move kind of directly in front of you guys, keeping his back to the wall. He's going to pull a pistol out and just shoot directly ahead, aiming to either hit Keth or uh, Barb, which are directly in his line of sight. Do we roll anything to, like, a reflex or something? To... Yeah, he rolls against our, like any other attack, he rolls against our uh, armor. Yeah, a 10 isn't going to hit either one of you guys. So, um, the bullet just whizzes past you, um... and... It's still hidden. Yeah, I know. yeah, we can't see the rolls. Oh, okay, is that how you want it? Yeah, for this for the uh, boss fight, you don't get to see how he's rolling. Oh, okay. But he rolled a ten. I'll tell you because he didn't hit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Good shot, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> he just says, "God damn it!" And then he throws the pistol to the ground. And with that, Barbara, it is your turn. So if I do my rage. Will that take up my attack or movement or something like that? No, I think going into the rage is a free action. So it's just like, so you'll go into your rage, and then if you want to use your um, auspicious mark power, 
that'll take two of your rage rounds. So I think right now, if you go into a rage, you have rage for like six or eight rounds. And if you use your um, auspicious mark, it, that counts as a swift action. So that'll take two of your rage rounds. But I think you still get to do a movement and an action. Uh, should I go into that right at the beginning or? Yeah, fuck them up. Yeah. All right. So what do I do? I roll anything to start it? No. You just you just say, "Hey, I'm going into my rage." Um, You're fully enraged. All right. Yeah, maybe make a rage sound. A Ooh, scary. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> okay. Then you're gonna run up on him. Yep. Not directly okay. at him, but. Okay, so you're gonna take an attack of opportunity. He quick draws another pistol off uh, his weird little belt full of pistols and shoots Called you a bandolier. in the leg. Well, you know Ow. what? Is it a bandolier if it just holds lots of weapons? Uh, yes. A belt of holsters? Alright, so he, he shoots you in the leg for three damage as you move into his face. Oh, that's not nice at all. He's, he's not a super nice dude. Okay, so uh, 10 is not going to hit him. Um, you can use the auspicious mark if you want. I'm not going to tell you what uh, his AC is, Can I only? high. Can I only use it once? No, you have, well, you, what, like six or eight rounds? Do you know? Okay, say, so it takes two and then... Okay. Yeah, let's say you have eight. This is your first round. So if you take auspicious mark now, then you'll have six rounds of rage left. Well, I'm not going to because... He said it's high, and I don't want to waste it any rounds. All right. Okay. So you swing axe spray at Baron, and he is able to um, just deflect it with the pistol that he shot you with. And um, you're surprised by how strong he actually is. Uh, and then he laughs and throws the pistol to the ground. Why don't I just, like, throw it at my face? That would hurt. Okay, don't give him any ideas. <laughs> Uh, Pommel, you're up. Alright, so right now he's not holding anything, I guess, right? Well, he's got his hand on his sword hilt, and, um, like, his sword is, I mean, his sword is drawn, but it's not, like, it's not, it's not in attack. He's not ready to swing his sword, because he's just been pulling p different pistols out of his bandolier and, and shooting them off, so, um... Yeah. It's always cool when you, when you run out of bullets, you just throw your gun on the ground and pull another one out of your coat. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do a magic missile then. All right. Using your powers, you are able to strike him for eight damage. Nice. And he uh, does not like those magic missiles, but he doesn't look super worse to the wear. You didn't melt his brain. Right. That that would be cool if I if I killed him in one hit, but I guess not. Uh, and I'm going to move. Uh, I'm going to hide behind Keth. Because right. I am scared of being shot. Oh god, okay. Don't get comfy. Keth, <laughs> uh, you're up. Cool. Keth is gonna do some fucking cool somersaults all the way over. And uh, go for a flurry of blows at him. Alright. Uh, um, the first one, he's gonna just go for like a, a jab right to the throat. Uh, and then the second one, is gonna he's gonna kick him in the thigh where uh, that bandage is. And the second one uh, takes a minus two to the hit. So does 14 hit him? 
Uh, no. So uh, either one of those attacks will land. He is much squirrelier than he looks to be as large as he is. And um, in response, he pulls another pistol out and will attempt to shoot at you point blank in the leg mm-hmm. as well. All right. Uh, you are able to um, dodge that based on being uh, just moving a lot. Your flurry of blows is very, very swift, and there's a lot of kind of uh, acrobatic motion to it. Uh, he just narrowly misses you in the same way that you narrowly missed him. Nice shot, dickhead. I said that before, <laughs> but now I'm saying it again closer. Is he to, like the same size as me? Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I would say he's large. Uh, okay, Marrow. Marrow. Okay, so, uh, yeah, this is my time to shine. I'm a great uh, against big bosses, of course. Yep. Uh, not necessarily, but I'm going to scoot up here. I'm going to do a little bit of trickery on this guy. I'm going to say, wow, I'm really impressed by this amazing fort that you've built. You're obviously a really great guy. It seems like, man, you know a lot of stuff about guns and stuff. I'm so scared of you. And uh, while I'm doing all this, I'm laying the groundwork for my delusional pride, uh, which I'm going to cast on uh, Baron, which for one minute, uh, the target becomes so distracted by an overblown sense of its worth that it takes a minus two penalty on attacks and skill checks. It also gives him a plus two bonus on saving uh, against charm and compulsion effects, but I don't plan on doing those. Uh, There's a... Saving throw is uh, will negates. Oh yeah. Also, we learned uh, combat rounds take six seconds. So one minute is ten rounds, according to math. I see. I love. I'm just math. letting the listeners know because I didn't know that. I knew that. Yeah, I know. You told us. No. <laughs> but the <laughs> listeners didn't know that. I knew. We know you're smart. Okay, so. Uh, he rolled a super high willpower. He's gonna uh, negate that with a 19. Ah, fuck. He kind of resists the delusion, but he does <laughs> like uh, your compliments much better than <laughs> the savage roasting you gave Brian downstairs. Okay. And I guess that's your action, because it's technically a spell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're back up to Baron. I think we're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> now that uh, both of you are within uh, striking range. He's going to not grab another pistol out of his bandolero, and instead he's going to um, swipe at Barbara with his pirate Dang it! <laughs> and he will miss. So, Barbara, you are able to raise the axe spray in time to um, kind of catch his sword, and then you shove it back at him, and he just kind of is pushed back up against the wall again, and he laughs because he loves a challenge. So he's not going to move, but as a swift action or a free action, you can see that uh, he's kind of... He starts to sweat a little bit, and the um, brooch on the chain that he's wearing starts to uh, glow a little bit, and um, above you, you can hear a rustling in the roof. Barbara, you're up. I'm just going to attack him, and that's not going to hit. Okay, so uh, you're going to swing at him, and he's going to catch your axe with his sword, and you guys are basically just having a good old-fashioned duel. He's able to push you back the same way that uh, you pushed him back when he tried to attack you. You guys are... You feel like you're kind of evenly matched strength-wise. 
Yeah, my four versus AC. <laughs> well, you're both kind of swinging and missing at each other because you're both too good. Yeah, you're you're able to parry each other's blows effectively. So, are you going to move or are you going to stay there? Um, if I move, I won't be able to attack, so I'll stay. Yeah. Okay. Pommel. Will it take a turn to do like a knowledge arcana to see what's going on with his uh his magic? No, that's a free action. All right, I'm gonna do that. Oh, I didn't do good. Yeah, uh, I'll just say you're gonna need better than a ten. So if you want to do it later, you can. But that was your free action, so you still have a, a full turn basically. You look uh, at it and you're just kind of. You get distracted. The cat's like licking its paw and rubbing it against its ear or something. All right, so I don't know anything about what's what's going on. You know from your experience with the orb that you have that uh, there's some earth elemental magic shit going on. It's definitely something that he's controlling through the um, other elemental artifact that he has in his possession. Uh, all right. Um, I don't think it'll work, but it's worth a shot. Uh, I'm going to do my burning disarm. Okay. Okay, so he's going to roll an 18 reflex save, which means he's not going to drop it. And uh, it looks like the hilt of his pirate sword is probably wrapped in uh, some sort of leather or something. So he's going to take uh, 2d4 damage if you want to roll that up. Uh, okay. Uh, not plus one, just straight. Yeah. So he's going to take 6 damage. Are you going right. to move or are you good where you are? Mm, yeah, there's nothing to hide under or anything, so uh, I'm good, but I'm scared. <laughs> okay. I'm worried uh, about the vines. <laughs> Kev, you're up. Cool, yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to try and uppercut him, and on the second attack, I'm going to kick him again in that, uh, that thigh wound. All right, so your second attack, you you miss the uppercut because he leans back, but your, your swift kick out into his thigh... <laughs> Uh, hits for nine damage, and he kind of he winces in a way that um, belies how much it actually hurts. Mm. So he's All he's right. not not thrilled about that. Cool, that's my turn. All right, Mero. I guess I'm just gonna get back to uh, cheerleading for the squad. I'm gonna inspire courage for everybody. Get that going. Uh, you have the orb, right? Yeah, I do have the orb. Uh, I can use that, uh, but I would like to get just inspire courage going so that we get yeah. the plus rolls on everything. What does it do again? Yeah. Does plus one versus uh, AC? You receive a plus one on charm and fear effects, plus one competence bonus on attack and weapon damage rolls. So it's upgrading yeah. your damage. Okay. Yeah, for us, yeah. So yeah, but that's fine. I, I want to get that going. I say, guys, this guy seems like kind of an asshole and seems like he does a lot of damage or something, but it will be fine. We got this shit. I was just joking before when I said his uh, his uh, castle was good. <laughs> you do that. He is not happy uh, with Keth because Keth has kicked his open wound, basically. And... Um, so he's going to swing at Keth with the pirate sword now. How does it feel? Um, I'll let you know when he hits. <laughs> uh, that will hit for six damage. He's going to swipe at you and just kind of graze you across the chest. Ooh. And instead of a, a movement action, he's going to uh, grab the orb and... Um, Seven. 
Say what? His orb. Oh, sorry, the orb setting. Yeah, the yes. uh, the brooch thing on his on his chain. He's gonna grab that and grin, and the vines in the ceiling are going to uh, swipe down at all of you for five damage. Fuck. <laughs> so that will be his turn. Barbara, you're up. I have nothing to do besides attack. A 13. You got, it's a 14 that won't hit, but you're yeah. doing a lot of damage. Do you want to yeah, use I would add, yeah, yeah, yeah. So roll, roll a d6. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, 16 is not gonna hit him. Uh, you take a mighty swing at him, and he's able to um, just slide out of the way. You you basically crush the box behind him, but um, he he's not getting hit by it. Okay. Are you gonna move or are you gonna no, keep I'm, trying I'm to gonna... hit him against the wall? There. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. stay here. Pommel, your turn again. Okay, I have this spellcraft skill, and I want to see. Am I, could I use that to somehow, like, undo, like, push the vines back up to the ceiling where they're not attacking us? Like a check? Yeah, it's one of my skills. I'll say, if you want to make a spellcraft check as a free action, you can do that, and you might have, um, you might be able to come up with a clever way to stop the vines. Okay, so like I'll learn something about what he did with the setting. Right. All right, I'm gonna do that. Wow. Thirty. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. So, um, <laughs> with a thirty spellcraft check, you just you realize that um, he is probably just very familiar with using that artifact, and so that means that he's gotten to the point that he can use it um, very easily. Whereas you guys have had to like focus and like hand it off and see you can make a check with it over and over again, but he's to the point to where he can basically harness as much power as it has without having to try at all, which is how he was able to imbue this giant tree he found with all of the magical steps and like and you know like set his hideout into it and entangle the entire thing in these thorny magic vines and all that other stuff. So you know that he's in control of it, but you realize that your orb has the exact same properties and is equal in power to it, if not, maybe even better. So if you can use the orb, you can uh, either stop the vines or maybe even use them against him. Hey, Marrow, dipshit, use the orb next turn. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. That's, uh, so that's that's what you say out loud? <laughs> yes, I, I tell Marrow he's a dipshit and to use the orb <laughs> next turn. Because that, that almost killed me. That did over half my health. And attack. Don't we all have uh, potions of white healing? Oh, yes, we do, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna save it, though. Uh, I also have one spell left I can do today, so I'm gonna do my um, uh, magic missile. Okay. Uh, you hit him again, and this time he does kind of uh, bounce back against the wall. Like he, he looks like he felt that one. He's not, he's not down, but he looks like a little more weary and uh he uh he's feeling it he's got a bad headache now from all of these um psychokinetic missiles being blown up in his brain and uh, i'm gonna hide under marrow's coat for my uh, movement <laughs> all right kev you're up oh yeah first of all uh, i'm an asshole for not using the orb now somebody's coming now look who's coming around 
Well, you're after me. I know, but I'm still I'm pissed off at Pommel right now. Yeah. Uh, is it? It's my action to drink a potion. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I need to do that. Uh, so, how much do I heal for? Uh, it should be one d eight. Oh, sick. Okay. Um, and as my bonus action, I'll use my bonus uh, action attack. All right. Which is, uh, it'll be a minus two, well, minus one. Okay. That will, that uh, will not hit. No, that'll, that'll miss. He just kind of, he sticks his arm that he's not holding his sword with. He sticks it up right as you're, you're thrusting and he's able to just deflect it past his, his ear. He's, like I said, he's a little more squirrely than he looks for his size. Teach me your ways. Uh, <laughs> Marrow, it is your turn. Okay, let's see here. If he were to do his cone, would we have to move out the way in order to get not get hit? Uh, yes. Yeah. You're in in the line of damage for his um his merciless roasting. I mean, sometimes sometimes there's collateral damage when you're on one like that. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's insulting the pirate, but turns out it. It, it hurts our feelings, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, now, should I use the orb just to uh, take the thorns out of the picture, try to do that, or should I use them to try to attack him with? I'm afraid, because he's got the setting, and he's more... You're un- yeah, your understanding is that, uh, that what you want to do with the orb determines how hard it is for you to do it, and that that only becomes easier with experience and successful rolls. So I'll say that if you want to, like wither the vines so that they're less of a factor, that's a different role than trying to manipulate them to hurt Bear. Okay. Uh, I whisper down to Pommel in my coke. Pommel, what do you think? <laughs> uh, it looks like it's probably going to be harder to hurt him, and they're a big problem. So okay. I, I just get rid of him for now. Okay, thanks. Okay, I'm not pissed no off problem, at you bye. anymore, buddy. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm going to go problem. ahead and use the orb to try to... I'm going to try and wither these thorns. No. Woo! Or just make them fall off or whatever. Wow, so Chip. you you hold the, you hold the orb up, and uh, in your in your deepest heart of hearts, you think, please God, do something important with this uh, stupid orb, and uh, it doesn't flash, but it grow it like glows steady, like really bright green, the brightest you've seen it so far, and uh, the vines in the roof wither. To a, a great extent, and basically, you can now see uh, the night sky above you. They've basically been totally defoliated. They look like dried, uh, dead tree limbs now. So, okay. if they were to come at us, they wouldn't really do much damage. Uh, I mean, he would have to regrow vines. I yeah, think. Yeah, these have are to work now. Hard these to... have been, yeah, these have been killed. Okay. Sweet. And I'm just gonna hang still where I am. Okay, so Baron, seeing that the vines have been withered by the power of the orb. It kind of shocks him because he didn't think that uh, any of you would uh, have enough magic ability or um, practice using the the vines to actually do anything like that. So he's pretty pissed off about that. Um, and he's going to take his sword and swing at Barbara again God. because he's very angry. And... Does he have pistols uh, you can shoot? Uh, I mean, he does, but you guys ran up on him, so he doesn't really have any reason to use ranged weapons right now. 
Yeah, so that's gonna hit you for three more damage. Oh boy. How much health do you have? Uh, 19 at the moment? 18? <laughs> He's okay, fine. Okay, you're doing fine. Yeah, yeah you're doing <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you're able to kind of pull Axe Spray up just in enough time to, um, deflect his sword a little bit as he brought it down on you, but it still swings down and, like, slices, uh, your leg a little bit. Is it the same leg he shot me with? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's just the leg that you also have a, like, weird musket round lodged in. <laughs> he's still sweating profusely, and uh, the setting on his chain glows again, and you see the vines start to grow back. So that's that's his turn. Barbara, you're up. Ooh, uh, my turn. Do I still have rage? Yeah, oh, yeah you have plenty of rage. Still. 11. That I don't think is going to hit. Even yeah, if I, I mean, yeah, 16 wasn't enough, so... I don't think it's going to do nope. any good. Well, I miss. <laughs> okay. You take another big swing at him. He dodges again, and your axe lodges in um, another box behind him and smashes it to pieces. So he's still dodging, and you're still destroying everything around him. Pommel. I'm, I'm going to drink my potion, too. Uh, that's a 1d8. Yep. All right. Five. So now okay. I believe I'm back up to... Uh, Full. I'll get out of Mira's coat. I'll go back behind him. <laughs> and that's right. my turn. Keth, you're up. Yeah, I'm uh, pretty pissed off. I'm just gonna <laughs> look at this guy and just be like, "Hey, motherfucker, that really hurt when you did that before." Um, and I, I want to hurt you. So, <laughs> so eat some fucking fist, bro. And I'm just gonna go for one punch right to the teeth, and then another kick into his thigh. Damn. So, uh, and it doesn't do good, and I'm gonna be like, ha, pranked. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't take any damage, but he also is infuriated because he hates being pranked. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he, bitch. He's, he's very, very frustrated. He hasn't been pranked in quite some time, and he forgot how much it, it riles him up. Especially not a prank like that. That's yeah. such a good one. <laughs> Uh, all right, Mero, you're up. Okay, in in, in my uh, performance here, I, I know this works. I've, I've used it in the past. It really hurts people. I'm going to go with my Court of Shards. I'm going to say, Baron, your men are about as good as you because they were shit and you're shit. And actually, uh, they all uh, did not enjoy working for you because you have bad body odor. And uh, your cat, your, your cat there is going to go away with my friend, uh, Barbara here, and he's going to forget about you uh, within the next two days, I would say, after I'll we murder you. you cat. Uh, so he gets a reflex save on this, but if he doesn't get it, then I get to roll. Isn't that going to hurt uh, us, too? 6 of piercing damage. Yeah, what is, what's the, is this a cone, or can it's you direct cone. it? It's a cone. It's a cone. Are those guys in the area of effect? Yeah, that's this. Yeah. I would yeah. say that they're in a cone from... If you're shooting straight at him, they're on either side of him, basically. Yeah, that's... They'll have oh. to also make a reflex save. Um, I'm going to do that. I don't care. Well, yeah. I don't want to accidentally <laughs> okay. kill... It's okay. Yeah. Ooh. It's not going to kill anyone. I mean, Barb's got, like, we, yeah, we, 100 health. <laughs> and we have healing. Yeah, he's fine. All right. Well, they're going to accidentally feel so sorry for <laughs> this guy that they're going <laughs> to yeah, take damage. <laughs> Well, it depends yeah, if, they, if they're reflex roll, right? Okay. They can still avoid it. Like, okay. uh, like yeah. he can. I guess yeah. I'm going for it. Baron is going to 
make an 18 reflex save. Oh, me too. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'll say I'm Some about the cat makes Barb sad. Yeah. yeah I, was gonna, I, feel, I feel pretty benevolent, so uh, Baron's not going to take any damage, and he's basically just, don't talk about Brian like that! He's really, really mad, but um, in terms of Keth and Barbara, if, if they can make a um, a 10 reflex save, then they won't take any damage, and if it's less than 10, they'll take 1d6. 1d6, alright, got an it. 18. Well, I took a 9, so... Okay, so... Well, no, did you get plus 1? Oh, I get plus... Or saves? Yeah, you get, you get saving throws, right? Yeah. So that's a 10. Oh, okay. Okay, okay well, so never mind then. <laughs> so yeah, neither nobody takes damage, and uh, Baron is just super pissed that you're gonna try to take his cat. <laughs> I will be taking his cat. Uh, okay, so Baron is back up. Yeah, he's gonna take another swipe at Barbara with the pirate sword. You're just you look like the biggest threat, and he knows that you probably. Uh, you're the biggest threat in the sense that, like, you're the biggest person he's fighting, but also he knows that it's going to be harder to take you out than it would be to, like, kill the the gnome with, like, vines and stuff. So, yeah. That's right. If I were to actually hit him, I'd do a good chunk of damage. Does a 17 hit? Uh, yes. Okay, so he's going to hit you for five damage. Uh, he's able to swipe at you. Yeah, so he's going to cut one of your arms and uh as he leans in he says you'll never take brian from me <laughs> uh and that will be his turn uh you notice that the um brooch on his chain is still uh flashing and glowing and the vines look like they're basically regrown while he's leaning in can i snatch his uh chain uh, you can try to snatch it on your turn, but I'll tell you that it's going to be pretty difficult. Well, uh, I want to roll my heal, and that's just a d8, right? You're gonna use yeah, your that's potion. your action. Yeah, that'll be your attack. Like, you won't be able to attack after that. Mm-hmm. Alright, five health. Okay, cool. Alright, so is that your turn because you're not going to move? Yeah, I'm not going to move. Okay, Pommel, your turn again. Um, alright, so I'm out of spells, so I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to use my crossbow, and I'm going to try and hit him. Should you move out of the range of, and right out of, right behind Mira? Uh, I can shoot under his, between his legs, he's, I'm small. <laughs> That's fine, right? Sure, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. Alright, I just roll. And that will not hit. 17 no? doesn't hit? Nope. Damn it. Oh, so 18 or higher is what I'm going to say. Well, either way, it would have been one damage, right. apparently. So, yeah, that's fine. All right, and uh, I'm not going to go anywhere. Yeah, your your crossbow bolt hits him, like, dead in the chest, but it just buries itself in the bandolier, and he looks down, and it looks like it's sticking into the hilt of one of his pistols, and he just laughs. Damn it. Uh, Kef, you're up. All right. Can I try and grab the setting off of him? Yes. I was trying to think about how to do this earlier in case any of you tried to do this, and mm-hmm. I want it to be really, really difficult. So yeah. uh, this is going to be based like 5E rules, where yeah. you're going to roll two straight 20s, 
and you're at disadvantage, and then he also is going to get a reflex save. Okay. You got this. So, 2d20s. And will I add plus one to those as well? Yeah, you can can add plus one. Okay. Uh, So I guess that would be 11. Okay. So, no, um, no, I take I take the lower one because it's at disadvantage, so eight. Okay, so that's not going to beat his yeah. reflex roll, which was like a fifteen. Yeah. Um, so he slaps your hand on the <laughs> wrist as you reach out for it, and he's and he waves his finger and says, "Mm." All right. Was Very sassy. My, was that my turn? <laughs> that's your. I mean, that's your action. That's my action. I could still hit him with my bonus attack action. Yeah. Uh, so I'll do that, and I'll say to him, Hey, <laughs> stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> the sole purpose of your existence is to serve as a speed pub, as speed bump on others' path to greatness. I wish you would have stopped me by now, because I don't know what I'm... Alright, fuck you, and I'm just going to kick him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. No. Okay. So, uh, and I'm not... gonna just stomp my feet on the ground like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna shake his head in just like confusion at the, at this whole turn. You gotta bite your <laughs> fucking finger off, buddy. He's 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 confused and disappointed and just he doesn't know what's going on right now. Right. Um, Marrow, you're up. Okay, uh, well, it's hard to hit this guy. These vines are back, so I'm just gonna say, uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna just shrivel the vines again. Try to, at least. And actually, I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) Uh. Oh boy. Okay, so you hold it up, and uh, you're feeling pretty confident because last time it worked so well. Carmen's gonna bite you. Yeah, you know, this time they um, they kind of look like they're start they're going to start to retract, and then they just don't. And uh, Baron laughs at you when he sees you do it. And he says, "Not enough practice, huh, boys?" Hey, but that's another turn of practice, buddy. He he looks that's at you a, like you failed. That, so not really. That, that's a natural one. So do they get bigger? No, because it's not like I mean, it's not an attack. I, Right. I mean, if I, w- I mean, I guess you could like drop the orb, but I don't think it's not really benefit. It doesn't okay. uh, the, the very well. So I'll just say you try and it, and it fails, and Baron laughs at your failure in the in your abilities to use the magic artifact. You <laughs> All right. It amuses him. Okay, he's gonna attack Barbara again. God, that's a so, good call. He <laughs> <laughs> should probably. He said the, a seventeen hits. Uh, yes. Okay, he's gonna hit you for nine damage. God, <laughs> I could use uh, some healing. <laughs> so this time, when he stabs you, he basically just like sticks his sword into your leg where he shot you. Oh! He says, "I mean, seriously, you're never gonna take Brian from me." Can I run away with my tail between my legs? Do I have a tail? You'll take an attack of opportunity if you try to run away. It's not your turn right now, so <laughs> he's gonna stay put. The orb on his chain starts to glow again, and uh, the vines come down. Everybody make a reflex save. Okay. Ooh, wow. All right. So everyone except for uh, Marrow, you see the vines coming, 
and you're able to um, kind of parry them with either you know your crossbow or your weapons. Keth, with your your supernatural ability to to hear things, is able to just kind of dodge them, and you kind of pirouette in a way that uh, they all strike around you. Oh yeah. And uh, Mero, you're still kind of just looking up with the orb in your hand, and one slaps you right in the face. <laughs> um, or one damage. Okay. So does a natural twenty is... do anything to help with uh, defense stuff? Uh, no. I mean, it was a it was a reflex check of ten. So you you um you beat the ten. You don't take any damage. Uh-huh. You, there's no bonus gain for uh, dodging super well. It just looks cool. Yeah, you look you look really cool as you. <laughs> You, like, do a spin with your axe out, and you just, like, cut all the vines that are flying towards you. And with that, it is Barbara's turn. Yes, I'm just going to attack. Okay. 22! Yay! Look at that. Um, wow. Okay, so... After your tremendously cool spin where you deflected (laughs) all of the vines that were coming at you... You turn and look at him, and uh, you say, Brian's mine. And then you just swing down. This time, you catch him, like, right in the torso. And he he ca- you catch him pretty good with the axe for 14 damage. And he's not looking so good. He's up against the wall, and he, he looks pretty upset because he's thinking about losing Brian. And... Um, <laughs> He's just, uh, he's having a bad day now, and yeah, he's not, he's not down, but from what you can tell, he is in pretty bad shape. Does he, okay, if I were to back up and take the attack of opportunity, would he still be able to hit me with his pistols? Does he have any more? Yeah, he's got yeah, pistols. He, yeah, he's got, he can quick draw a pistol basically whenever he wants. Okay, he's so got a ton of health, you're fine. As I well. do not anymore. What are you at? <laughs> you're at six? Yes. Okay, well. Yeah, he got, he got a, he got a big hit, you might want to heal him. Alright. But I'm also a six. <laughs> wow. But I guess yeah. I'm farther back. Hey, you're a ten to me, pal. Oh, thank you. Almost <laughs> up. Uh, Alright, I hate using this crossbow. I don't like it at all. You have a. You also have a lantern on a stick, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's not going to do anything. <laughs> Could it catch fire to the place? Uh, I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't mm. think you want to burn the place down while you're in it. I know that's kind of y'all's M.O., but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Barbara's a fucking pyro. <laughs> For real. When we... uh, I'm gonna... Can I go up to him and bite him? <laughs> can I, like, bite his, his wounded leg? His I mean, ankle you'll, is gonna you'll, be able to hit you. Yeah, you'll take an attack of opportunity if you run up to bite him. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. And yeah, <laughs> that if, if that hits and then he hits me again next turn, I'll probably be dead. <laughs> I am mad at him. I guess I'll just shoot him with my crossbow. Shooter! <laughs> so little ankle biter running up. Yeah, I better not risk it. Uh, I'm gonna run up to him. Oh. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. So instead of pulling a pistol out, he's gonna swing at you with his sword because he's uh he's in yeah. he's in dire straits now and he's he's not. Makes sense. When did he Death join for- Dire Straits? <laughs> when uh, Barb hit him for like 14 down. I was just making a joke about the band Dire Straits and him joining Dire Straits. And- <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> you, 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 do, you do that. Uh, Thanks. I, 
And then Knopfler Brothers are really good when they are together. Anything after that second album, I'm kind of off board with. Yeah, I first agree, two, yeah. yeah, first two albums are dope. Well, yeah, so a new direction. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe so. Mark Knopfler's kind of a pirate when you think about it. Yeah, so that's gonna hit you for four damage. Ow! All right, that's fine. I still have. Uh, and you want to try to bite him? <laughs> yeah, I want. I want to bite him in, in his wound. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I want to bite his wounded leg. Uh, what should I roll for that? You, I don't know. Do I mean, that's pointy, an unarmed strike, I guess. Do you have but... a pointy hat with your gnome? Yeah, but that's not. It's not sharp. You, you, like the, <laughs> We've talked about we this before. Yeah, you, you thought that you could use it as a drill. Uh, what did you say? My headphones fell. <laughs> just it's, that uh, I can't. I can't use my sharp hat as an attack. It's a. It's just a hat. It's not made out of steel or anything. Yeah, it's a normal. Um. Hat. Okay, so that is. I don't fucking know, man. That's like, uh, that's, an, that's some sort of unarmed strike. I mean, I know bite is a thing, but I don't think you have bite as like a special ability, so. No. Okay, so we're going to do this 5e way. Uh, you're going to roll two 1d20s, and uh, I'll give you disadvantage? Mm, seems like I should have an advantage, but. I don't really see how. <laughs> Uh, and I get I get to keep the plus one right from the uh, inspiration. Right. So yeah, that's and then he's gonna roll reflex save maybe. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's a disadvantage though, right? So I, I it's the eleven. Yeah. Dang. It. Yeah, it sucks. So, so it's twelve. It's twelve. So let's see if he can beat that with a reflex save. He rolled a sixteen. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, he kind of just pushes your head away, like, you know, when a kid's trying to fight a tall kid, he just, like, pushes you, and you, uh, can't, you can't bite his leg. Yeah. That was a, a noble attempt. Is there any way we can push him back real quick, so he doesn't get killed next hit? <laughs> no, he's stuck there. <laughs> if he tries to get Maybe. away, he's gonna get an attack in on him. That's your action if you want to try to, like, push Pommel away. And then yeah. take the attack. Um, okay, so, Keth, you're up. Cool. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say to Baron, hey man, you got a pen? No? Yeah, well, you better find one, because you're a fucking pig. And I'm gonna attack <laughs> <laughs> him twice. What? Yeah, the pig pen. It's a pig. Motherfucker. It's a fucking pig. <laughs> and one of these days I'm gonna hit you, I promise, and you're not gonna like it. Focus on the punches, not on <laughs> saying shit to him. Yeah, each attack, you're. I can you're... do both! <laughs> I know you can't. With each attack, your burns get more ruthless and your attacks become less effective. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of just. He's kind of just dodging and um, still very confused. About what the, what what it is you're saying to him? <laughs> okay, uh, Marrow, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna scoot up and I'm going to uh, hit Mr. Barbro with a uh, cure light wounds. Ah, thank you. Another five. Wait, no, All right, so you're another. gonna hit, uh, five plus one, so you'll get healed for six. Cool. Oh wait, yeah, no, sorry, that's already in there. It's for five. Okay, and that's all I'm doing. Baron is going to. Yeah, he's gonna swing at Barber again because he doesn't like that um, Barber has has hurt him terribly with the axe, and that he's really really upset that Barbara is going to try and take his cat. <laughs> this is like not not good with that. 
Uh, a 19 will yes. hit, and he will take 6 damage. I'm back down to 6, boys. Uh, and with that, you see the setting on his chain glow again, and the vines are coming back down, so everybody make a reflex save. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Oh, I might actually die. Uh, <laughs> no, you're fine. You're above a ten. You're oh, fine. Okay, oh, I thought it was fifteen. Okay, that. so Keth and Pommel. Shit. Uh, you'll both take one one damage. Okay. Good. And that is Baron's turn. Ah, my turn now. And the only thing I don't have any rage anymore. Yes, you do. Uh, I do. You yeah, have you're a lot of rage. Like, still. I, eight. No, I, don't think we, I don't think we've done eight rounds. I think maybe four or five rounds or something like that. So if it's four, then I have two more because I used two with my... You only used two one time, didn't you? Yeah. If yeah. It was, well, doesn't you it just go down total. over the rounds, or is that not how it works? No, you used two immediately. You still have, like, two rounds of rage left. That's oh, fine. I see. My six, I do not hit. No. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, you swing at him wildly. You're just... You're, you're a little... Uh, off balance from dodging all the vines and stuff, and um, you just you miss him. Like he doesn't even really have to dodge. He just kind of looks at it and uh, it, <laughs> it swings swings in front of him. So uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on with your turn there. <laughs> uh, <right>. Hummel, <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, I'm pissed because I haven't taken much damage before and uh, it it hurts. Uh, I, I have my lantern on a stick, my uh, <laughs> my staff, uh, and I'm gonna try and hit him with that. Oh wow! I mean that's pretty close. You almost hit him. Um, yeah, I miss. Yeah, you swing your lantern at a stick, uh, lantern on a stick at him, and he's able to just kind of uh, catch it and then push it away from his face. Uh, and I'm going to uh, try and hide behind Barb, so I'm going to move uh, over here. Okay, he's going to shoot at you with one of his pistols. And a 7 doesn't hit, I'm assuming? Uh, no, I have 11. Okay, uh, so he, he quick draws a pistol and shoots it at you. It uh, ricochets off the floor near your feet, and then um, with a growl, he throws the pistol to the ground. Too small to hit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Keth, you're up. Uh, Baron, are you hungry? I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I guess I could eat. Yeah, eat this. It's a, it's a, it's a knuckle sandwich. Ah. <laughs> we really are Jesus getting worse. Christ. Come on. Now you know how it feels. Once again, he is able yeah. to, to dodge your attacks and uh, withstand your your vicious insults. You should turn to a barb, jeez. Um, Marrow, you're, you're up. Jeez, I, I think my uh, skills at inspiring you guys are wearing off. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, but I'm gonna... I said, okay, orb, don't fuck with me. Come on, we gotta do this. I'm gonna take out these vines again. Yo, boy. Uh, so, yeah, the, the vines wither again. But I, I do take a quick look around. Where is this cat in relation to where I am now? I swear to uh, God. On a, he's chilling on a box. He's kind of bathing himself. He doesn't seem particularly interested in this okay. uh, epic battle you guys are having. Well, I'm not doing he's... anything in particular, so I'm just going to scoot over there to where the cat is. I'm just chilling by him, Barbara. Don't worry. 
Pommel, if you see him try to touch that cat, shoot him with your crossbow. He's allowed to touch the cat. Calm down. Uh, I don't trust him. Okay. Uh, all right. So it's Baron's turn again, and um, he doesn't really see Kev as much of a threat because I don't know if he's hit him at all yet. Uh, I hit him once. Yeah. So, oh boy, he's gonna swing at Barbara again with the pirate sword, and uh, that is six damage. Oh, I'm dead. Uh, what is your HP? Uh, six, actually. Okay, so you're just at zero. Uh, you're unconscious. Oh boy, you're not dead. So, um, can you like hit me while I'm down and actually kill me? You have to be at minus fifteen to actually be dead. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, so you'll you'll make a you'll make a roll next time, and that'll stabilize you, or you'll lose one HP. Jeez, is how I like to do it, which I think is the normal way people do it. Some people have weird death rules, but I'll give you many many chances to stabilize. But basically, you're unconscious. He hits you. He turns to you, and instead of actually cutting you, he just fucking hits you with the butt of his sword right in the face, and you you slump to the ground. The, the butt of the sword is called the pommel. <laughs> I thought you were called pommel. That's just just a, just a cool piece of trivia. <laughs> uh, so okay, you were named so... out of the butt of a sword? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, that's, that's his turn, except for that the vines start to grow back again, and he knocks Barbara out of the fight. Pommel, it is your turn. Um, can I do anything to help Barb, like, with my heal skill or anything? You can stabilize him if you want with your heal skill. That's, uh, a, that's an easier roll, I think, because you have, you have modifiers. Yeah, uh, I'm going to run up behind him and try to help him. So okay. I'm going to do a roll. Wow, yeah, that doesn't work. You try to kind of revive Barbara and, and give him some, uh, like, water or something like that, and he's just kind of, um, he just knocked out. He got just stone cold dropped um so right for right now he's pretty incapacitated yeah i try to pour some of the uh the ale we stole from the bar but <laughs> it's just not working so so you drink it i guess uh yeah i guess i'll drink it after i try to pour it into his mouth okay that is your turn keth it's back up to you wordlessly <laughs> just going to look at baron and just hit him twice try to oh hey Ah! Nice. nice. Yes. Uh, there we go. And then he says something really cool. He's like, ah, you thought I wasn't going to say anything this time, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. Uh, that does seven damage? Yes. Okay. You hit him, and he kind of staggers. He hits the wall for a second, and then he like drops to a knee. And he stands back up, but he looks like, I mean, he's like, he's in really, really bad shape now. And he says, won't be that easy, boys. And uh, he's he's still up, but he's, I mean, like, he looks pretty fucked up now. Hey, Baron, your mom's disappointed in you <laughs> and your choices. He looks, he looks pretty pissed off. And uh, <laughs> the vines are now uh, fully uh, regrown. Mero, it'd be really cool if you killed him with the vines. It'd be, like, poetic. So try to do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mero, you're up. I heard what uh, Pommel whispered to me. Yeah, it, it's very tempting to scoot up and help my friend Barbara because I'm very worried about him. Uh, but I, I would love to get a kill still in here. 
Um, yeah. I'm going to go for it. I've been using this orb like crazy today. I, I, I have something, I have a feeling in my bones that this is going to work. So here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah, this, this is too good. Okay, <laughs> so what happens is you hold the orb up again, and this time it doesn't even really glow so much as strobe, and uh, the vines at once reach down and start to wrap around Baron. Yeah, fuck yeah. They pull him against the wall and then up the wall towards the ceiling, and um, he looks surprised at first, but then this, this look of resignation comes over his face, and um, he says, You just don't understand. This will only make them more angry, and you can't beat them, even if you can defeat me. Uh, as he says that, the vines wrap around his throat, and um, the spikes start to grow larger and larger until they impale him all over his body. And... They kind of squeeze really tight, and then they let him go, and he falls uh, lifelessly to the ground. And oh, yeah. uh, he has been he has been defeated with those uh, that last cryptic phrase. He he lays before you dead as hell. <laughs> I snatched the uh, piece off of his neck. Okay, what do you want to do with it? Is there any way to heal me? Yeah, okay. Barbara's. Barbara's straight up unconscious on the ground as well. Okay. Uh, I look conflicted between looting Baron and helping Barbara. <laughs> Me too. Well, yeah, I'm a, I... as you guys are doing all that, I'm going to scoot up, hit him with a heal to bring him back around. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay, so your heal check is great. He's stabilized. He's at one HP. Um, uh, Barbara starts to kind of come to on the floor. He says, huh, did I do it? Did I kill him? <laughs> Is a is a cat good? Is the cat okay? Yeah, he's over there on the side of the wall. Give me the cat. <laughs> Go get him. I can't. Yeah, I'm like one. Wait, did you see? You can move. The, okay. No one's You're gonna fine. hit you. Walk There's off. no one here, man. <laughs> um. So you guys want to loot Baron? I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Baron has a masterwork plus one enhanced pirate sword, which mm-hmm. is uh, a pretty good sword. I don't know. If, none of you guys really even use swords. It's, uh, can that be used as a monk weapon? I just called it a pirate sword. I, you're proficient in light weaponry, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure, you can use it. Okay. Hey, then anybody want this sword? I can use it. Nah, go that, for it. It apparently has infinite cool. pistols, so I'd like a couple of those. <laughs> uh, okay, so you pull uh, his bandolier off, and you can wear it if you want. Uh, you don't have to be proficient in them. They're just a projectile ranged weapon. They're not enhanced or masterwork, but they are one use 1d4. It's basically like disposable crossbows. They shoot bullets instead of crossbow bolts, but uh, yeah, there's like six or seven left in the bandolier. And Are they like a free action? Uh, yeah, you can quick draw them. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, unless anybody else wants those uh, No, feel I, free. I think no, I will. No, that's all you. It'd also be cool for me to like shoot them and then like I, the, the backfire will like propel me over a, a cliff or something like i can uh <laughs> there, there is a, a little bit of recoil on those bad boys so yeah so i think it's good for me to have those so i'm gonna keep these is there any other cool. actual things you use 
It's probably uh, got some coins, right? He's got yeah. a hat. Yeah, is his He's hat kinda, looking good? I, I'm going to wear the hat. You already have a... Wait, no, you have a scarf, but I want the hat. Okay, you can have the pirate hat. Sure. Okay. It's uh, it's not a special pirate hat, but it is a giant pirate hat. Okay. So, can I have like so have his pirate go. suit because he's about the same size as me? No, it's all torn up from vines. I think. I, mean, I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's cut and uh, pretty ragged. It was just like a leather pirate suit. It's really fucked up. It's literally got holes all over it from where the thorns impaled his body from head to toe. I, I'll Barbara wear... takes it and uh, ties it into a sash that he wears around his chest. <laughs> it's not sure. a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> I put you the cat cool. inside of it. I mean, I can't see you, but I think you look cool. <laughs> okay, so you make a little you make a little papoose out of his pirate thing and try to stick the cat in it. You're gonna have to roll a handle animal for that. Oh yeah, I will roll this handle animal. <laughs> Please, dear God, do not let me screw this up. Handle it. Alright, so... You... Actually, it wasn't a good roll, but it was plus 11. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... (laughs) You... You pick up the cat... You pick up Brian the cat, and uh, you you scratch him behind the ears a little bit, and then you just kind of nestle him into this papoose, and now the cat is riding in a, a... a papoose you made from his previous owner's clothing uh, <laughs> around your uh, chest. You're carrying him around like a little baby. And that's it looks real weird. <laughs> no, the cat's loving it. He's licking the blood uh, off they, the... Yeah, I mean, the, I the, feed him, the cat's like fine with yeah. it. I feed him some of the food from the my pockets I still have food from. Yeah, you yeah. introduce him to the squid in the jar. <gasps> <laughs> okay, so uh, you do that, and there's also 50 gold coins on his person that you guys can add to your collection. I Have you guys been writing down all the loot? No, that I've been I, have, I have not. I have. Oh, I thank have God, Joe. <laughs> okay, thank oh, you, Joe. Not for you guys. <laughs> okay, wait. Is there uh, any shit in these boxes on the walls? Uh, they're all just provisions. Oh, okay. Um, nothing. Well, is, is there any cat food? Like, Wait, Mero has his hat. Oh, Mero took the pirate hat. You already have oh, a quote about that. I'm gonna paint a white smiley face on the front of it <laughs> instead of a skull. <laughs> um, it's gonna say the I, hand factory on it. <laughs> now, there there is something else on his person that is strange to you. It is a uh, a piece of stalactite. It's a rock. We can go sell that. Give it. I take it. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's Jerry's, or maybe I'll take it. It's well, weird because the it, only yeah. other place you've seen this is Jerry's stone collection. Yeah. No. Well, we should probably keep that, right? Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, yeah think Barbara, you, you can hold Jerry. it. That's fine. But let's show, let's show it to Jerry. See what he thinks. And I. Um. So you guys now have both the pieces of this elemental artifact. Yeah. Do you want to oh, yeah. maybe put Mero. the. Thing. Before we do that, do I- we want to join forces. Yeah, sure. Why don't we put this thing together and uh, use it to get out of here? Before we do that, I say third time's a charm. I won't kill this one, this Brian, to the cat. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't understand a single thing I'm saying because he's a cat. But yeah, that's yeah, sweet. Br- Brian the cat meows at you. Good. Uh, okay, so you're putting the orb into the setting. Yeah, that's right. Yes. When you put the orb into the setting. It it kind of glows faintly, and then um, it stops glowing, and there's like a, uh, a kind of permanent-looking shimmer to it, and these small um, 
uh, not little vines, but it looks like vasculature. You know, when you look at a, a leaf or something, it has vasculature within the leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That kind of uh, spider webs its way from the center out to the edge of the brooch and wraps around the artifact. And now it looks like basically a whole leaf that has this kind of uh, magic aura around it. And um, it's it looks like uh, it could it could do some really cool stuff. Now, who's going to wear that? Well, Mero's been doing it so far. Yeah, I think Mero has earned it. Yep. What do you want to try to do with it, Mero? Uh, I want to use it... Hell, I want to show off. I just want to use it to make a uh, vine elevator to get us from the top of this thing <laughs> down to the ground. All right. So um, you, uh, you think that and you hold it up. And um, basically what happens is the vines come down without thorns on them and they tear out a hole in the wall and then the vines wrap all the way around the exterior of this circular room and uh, produce what looks to be like a a small dumbwaiter and um, there's a floor made of giant uh, lily pad looking leaves in this dumbwaiter that uh, is just big enough for the four of you to squeeze into oh yeah oh yeah that was cool as we're leaving, I, I take a quick peek back to check out Baron's naked dick. <laughs> no I just want to see what he was working with. That's all. He's got. Um, uh, oh, here, let me uh, roll a perception uh, check. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see if you can see it in the in the dark. <laughs> yeah, with your twenty-four perception, you're see- He's got a big old dick, dog. <laughs> I kind of uh, shake my head and. In sorrow, like sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but then okay. we get going. Yeah, so you step into the uh, <laughs> magical dumbwaiter made out of vines, and uh, as you sit on the lily pads, it it slowly um, drops to the ground, and then you're standing outside of the uh, tree again. And as you look up, you notice that uh, all of the the vines that had thorns on them no longer do, and instead they have different types of flowers blooming um, all around the tree. Hell yeah. Smells nice out here. Yeah. You did a good job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna use the orb again just to close the tree back up just in case we ever want to go back there and use this thing again. A permanent. Okay. So uh, when you do that, the the staircase retracts and there's those those holes that you saw previously and the tree looks a lot less vibrant in general like there's all those flowers and the vines look really pretty and stuff but the tree doesn't have um it's not glowing anymore or anything like that it just kind of looks like a giant gnarled old tree and um the foliage has grown so that the uh hideout is basically concealed within the branches it's not an actual hideout cool all right. Well, I guess we should go back to town. Yep. Rock is Okay. So I'll say that uh, you guys camp for the night and then uh, make your way back to the town. Takes you basically the whole day to get back there. You get there about nightfall of the next day with uh, an uneventful trip back to the town. What do you want to do when you get back to the town? Oh, I didn't mention this, but while we were leaving, Keth picked a two flowers off one of the vines okay cool alright so you guys have made it back to town uh what do y'all want to do well I guess we should let Jerry know uh what happened right yeah I think so 
Yeah, yeah you I don't mean, really know where Jerry is, so... We don't know where his house is. Maybe we can um, talk to Ronan, and she knows where he lives, probably. Ah, I wonder why you want to go, go talk to her. <laughs> I don't well, know what you're insinuating. It does make sense, okay? You guys can, yeah. either, you can either go talk to Ronan or Pop-Tart. Oh, maybe we should go talk to Pop-Tart then, Pop. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. We should talk to you that one. <laughs> and that, that dude hates you. <laughs> yeah, he does. Well, Ronan's not crazy about me either, but... I'll beat them both up too. if I have to. Thank you. <laughs> I think I think Ronan's fine with you guys. <laughs> so, you're going to go over uh, to the brothel again, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is there like a general store we can stop at first? Sure. What do you cool. want to get at the general store? Um, I'd like to walk in and um, say, excuse me, do you have any perfume? <laughs> the old orc lady behind the counter says, of course we do. Whoa. Uh, can I have some? I mean, not, I don't want just to have it. Like, I'll, I'll purchase it. <laughs> but I would like to purchase some perfume. Sure. What kind of perfume are you looking for, sweetie? Um, something that smells uh, masculine, but also feminine, and it's it smells sweet, but also uh, a bit of an air of danger to it as well. We've got some beaver musk. That's perfect. <laughs> no, that's not what you want. Though. It's not what I want. That's for hunting. Ah. Um, do you have anything else? Maybe we shouldn't have gone to the orc <laughs> perfume oh, shop here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's hey. pretty rude. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm always stepping in it with you guys. I mean, Fine. I know, you I know can... humor has to be edgy, but here, here. <laughs> it's a little offensive. Do you have anything other than beaver musk? Uh, Something elvish, what? maybe? I guess we have some lavender oils. Yeah, that's... Why wouldn't you mention that first? <laughs> Uh, most people like the beaver musk. Who's most people? Ah, Do I look like most people? <laughs> yes. I don't know what I look like, so I can't. Hey, lady, just say it. It's orcs. Come on. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. You guys, stop giving me shit. Come on. <laughs> she says, all right, all right, fine. Here's some lavender and, and rosemary perfume. Mm, I'll take four vials. Oh, uh, one for nice. me and each of my friends here. All right, that's, I'm not wearing that shit. That's four <laughs> gold pieces. Four gold pieces? Don't you have like a hundred? Very good perfume. Hmm, I don't know. I'm a perfume salesman myself. That seems a little high. <laughs> what kind we'll of perfume take do you have? Well, let me uh, show you. And I pull out my vial <laughs> <laughs> of pond water. <laughs> it smells like pond water to me. I don't know. Well, I don't you know. Sure you don't want to. Tr- you don't want to try the beaver musk. All right, I tell you what, I'll take three vials of the lavender, one vial of the beaver musk, I'll take the beaver musk. but only for two gold pieces. Oh, all right, that's fine. Yeah, I thought I knew. I thought I like. What's your name? Helga. Helga, a beautiful name for a beautiful woman. <laughs> oh, you're a very sweet man. He's no, he has no idea what you look like. <laughs> He's blind. <laughs> All right, well, um, have a good day, Helga. I uh, hope all goes well with your um, shop here. Enjoy the you... beaver musk. Hey, do you guys want anything? I'm buying. Oh, uh, in that... yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll buy tons of shit. You want some beaver musk? <laughs> I'd like I a Mountain gotta... Mead Code Red, please. <laughs> uh, one Mountain Mead Code Red? <laughs> all right. That's... No, 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 I changed my mind. I need some coffee. Oh, well, the coffee is free. 
Oh, perfect. It's, just yeah. how it's over there in the corner. I made it fresh this morning. Pow! I just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I love this bit. She, she, she looks around like, um, alright. Yeah, let me get that perfume bottle. <laughs> hey, Barbara, you want anything? Uh, can I get the beaver musk you already bought? <laughs> I mean, I already bought it. Do you want anything else? I'll uh, give you that. Get some cat food. Yes, I would like some cat food and like uh. You have cat food? Like a. Uh, cup we of have. Milk. Oh, we have some sardines, I guess. Alright, yeah, I'll work. take a package of sardines. Alright, that's one gold piece. Jesus. Do you have a bottle of inflation <laughs> in this town? Do you have a ref- It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of sardines. Alright, alright. I'm not. I'm, you know. Do you have a refillable bottle of milk? And what? I think Captain does. <laughs> like, well, how about a, a bottle? How about a, just a regular bottle? bottle? Okay, well, there are some <laughs> bottles. Like this is a one-time only use bottle. <laughs> <laughs> or do you mean it refills itself? Oh, he wants an enchanted bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any magic milk bottles. <laughs> what kind of fucking store is this? <laughs> do you have any magic stuff? Oh, good question, yeah. Yeah, we have some magic perfumes. <laughs> Pommel, do I, you want anything? Nah, I think I'm good. Alright. You don't All want right. magic, magical beaver musk? Uh, no. Ooh, ooh. No. <laughs> Alright, fine. Alright, so that'll be it. Just oh, like right. milk. Well, you, you boys have a nice day. Okay. I'm not a boy. <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, you travelers have a nice day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and my, and my friend... Is a, is a female, so you should. Well, the, you know, the, little, the little one's a lady? Yes. Yeah, you can't tell? I don't see so good. You're a fucking racist. I don't, I don't support racists. Let's go. I'm. Take, you can keep your fucking crap. Let's go, gang. No, as, no we, I want to keep the stuff we got. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not paying for it. No, I, as go. we leave, I, I put some of our personal, me and Pommel's personal money down and say sorry. Uh, you see. That's very nice of you. You say, "What a what a nice young boy." <laughs> these yeah. orcs, they stick together. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> or right, just, so you had, she's had not... yet another weird interaction with the shop owner. <laughs> I, I think we have a real reason for the shop owners to not like. It. <laughs> <laughs> it may be because you antagonize each and every one. Except for yeah. So I put on some of the perfume, and if anybody else wants some, you can have it. I too. want the beaver musk. You got it. <clears throat> All right. So uh, you guys put on the uh, lavender and rosemary. It smells really great and floral, exactly like you think it would. The beaver musk smells really fucking weird, <laughs> but um, for some reason. Uh, it also, uh, you're all very turned on by it. <laughs> Are we all Not beavers? I, I, I've, uh, I have saving rolls against that. <laughs> okay, okay, hold my, on a second. My character's asexual. Hold on a second. We're gonna need you... <laughs> you need to roll a, a, a fort safe. Okay. Uh, I mean, I... <laughs> I, I mean, I it'll think be I'm a really, it'll be really low because you're asexual. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was gonna make it a five because you're asexual, but even with your fortitude being so strong, you, there's something about this beaver must that you find kind of erotic. But it's awakening new things in me. Yeah. You just, you feel it makes you feel weird. 
you guys don't want to like fuck each other or anything but it's like you smell Lost it and you're yourself. like there's something weird about it <laughs> and and i i kind of as an aside to everybody i go hey you guys know i didn't really shit my pants back there right <laughs> that's just the thing i say okay no i appreciate the perfume i'm putting it on that's cool but i just want to make sure everybody knows it's just kind of everybody a catchphrase ro- everybody rolls their eyes like sure <laughs> Um, um, you're walking with the signature, uh, stepping, like, steps way too big. <laughs> Just a little too wide. <laughs> okay, come on. Uh, let's head to the, uh, White Oaks, what do you say? Sure. It, it's still weird, you shit yourself all the time, even if you announce it. Like, it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> Alright, so you guys have this uh, weird conversation as you make your way over to the White Oaks. You pop in. Uh, unfortunately, Kaylin with the C uh, is not at the desk. There is a, um, a middle-aged uh, human woman who is running the counter, and she looks at the four of you with... Um, <laughs> a very a very confused look she says uh, uh how can i help you this evening i flourish We're not here my for any purple weird stuff. cloak you you do what with your purple cloak i i do like a nice little flourish with it now maybe like a twirl i twirl <laughs> okay she says oh, wow that's a very fancy cloak you have there you I, I tip my pirate cap at her <laughs> cover says, my eyes and, for uh, a moment <laughs> That's, I show her that's my cat. A pretty absurd hat you got there. <laughs> you show her the cat. Yeah, she sees the cat because it's riding like on your chest in a papoose. So, um, she, that's why she looked at you all like you're insane. <laughs> Jeff is wearing a bright purple cloak. Arrow's wearing a pirate hat, and you have a cat strapped to your chest. Uh, um, in bloody wrecks. Uh, yeah, and, and Pommel has a lantern on a stick. So, I whispered to uh, her, I rescued him from a pirate. <laughs> After we kill them, she she says, "Oh, I love I love rescue animals." <laughs> yeah, <it's> good. <laughs> okay, so uh, what else do you want to say to her? You just uh, you did it, Ben. We're friends of Ronan's. She knows we're coming. You should probably just tell her we're here. Tell her Keth uh, is here. She knows who I am. Not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Okay, give me just a moment." And don't um, go through the magic door. I know you have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of looks over her shoulder, like, "Okay," and then she walks through the magic door. <laughs> and um, I think she bought it, gang. <laughs> What? She uh she comes back just like just a second later um and says well you're in luck she's uh she's taking a meeting mar- right now so um she said you're welcome to join um shall I show you back to the room sure Kathy did you take like a hit in the head or something because you you're acting really weird lately <laughs> I am I don't know what's going on like <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys. Go through uh, the the normal rigmarole you normally go through. Go down the normal hallway. There's a magic door. Uh, she touches the door. It opens without her turning the knob. You walk in, and what you see is a different office than the one that you met Ronan in previously. This one is uh, decorated a little more elaborately and with nicer things. And uh, in the room, 
at kind of a uh, a meeting table instead of behind a desk sits Ronan, Pop-Tart, and Jerry. Jerry is kind of absentmindedly noodling, and um, they're otherwise sitting silently, although you can gather that they were they uh, were talking, and then we're just waiting for your, um, all of you to join them before they uh, continue the conversation. But uh, Ronan looks up and says, uh, how did your travels fare? We did great. It's a very interesting to see you all here. What a coincidence. Got your thing back. <clears throat> you got a cat. She says, good and and great. Uh, did you make your way to the, um, to Baron's, uh, lair? Yeah. Yeah, we fucked him up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cat holder I have on my chest. What happened to, what happened to Baron? Uh, uh, uh he's dead. We made a he's cat holder out of his own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't need to get into the grisly details here, guys. Um, we're we're gonna come off as kind of weird if we <laughs> if we stole his hat from his dead body. Oh, that's true. I am wearing his hat. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm not immune to this. Um, I'm gonna roll a little diplomacy check to try to make this okay. Uh, no, no, it's just not ignoring. Okay, so when you say that Baron's dead, and then they see that uh, Marrow's wearing his hat, and uh, that Barbara has his cat Brian in a bloody papoose. <laughs> and uh, uh, Keth has a sword and I have his gun. We yeah, all kind of took a And the leader. Yeah. <laughs> just like divided him out into <laughs> Um Yeah, uh so Ronan looks pretty bummed, actually, and she says, um Well, I I hate that that it's come to this, but I guess um Maybe we have some explaining to do. Uh, you see, a long time ago, we were all traveling companions, and she kind of holds her arms out to um, insinuate that, that Jerry and Pop-Tart and her used to um, adventure together or travel together. And uh, one of our associates uh, a long time ago was Baron. Um, although he was a little uncouth and his uh, methods were a bit unorthodox. He was very good at procuring things that we had a, a hard time getting our hands on. And so uh, he proved useful and trustworthy for quite some time. Although recently his current employers um, had him taking jobs that we didn't think he uh, previously would have taken. And um, when we tried to contact him, he wouldn't speak with us. So we were hoping that uh, seeing the orb and knowing that uh, Jerry had sent you might change his mind about the path he had chosen and um, I'm just I'm a little upset because at one point I would have considered him a friend of ours maybe if you well, told us that the fact to, to try to make good with him instead of find out why he tried to kill probably kill Jerry to get the orb yeah, I mean, he did just burn down your house, and uh, it seems like you could have went over there yourself. Uh, no offense. Uh, <clears throat> Jerry says, hey, man, I'm a little old for adventuring, you know what I mean? And he, um, How old are you? I'm like, I'm like old, man. I'm like, well, how old? I'm like, I'm like 300 years old or something. Oh, shit, all right. You're like 200 Dwarves years older than me. Yeah, man. Oh. All right, no, sorry, I didn't mean that. We had a rough. It's been a weird couple days. 
Well, uh, uh, sorry we killed your friend. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bart found Bar- Bar- a weird stone. Uh, we thought you might want to see. Uh, so you show them the celestite. Yeah. Uh, Jerry says, "Oh bummer, man. That's the that's the celestite I I gave to Baron all those years ago." And they all kind of look at each other like, "Yeah, that sucks." And uh, uh, Ronan says, "Well, what's done is done. He chose his path, and we've chosen ours. You see." It was necessary for us to keep certain information from you because this was something that we ourselves didn't know about until uh, too late. And by then, we were tasked with um, hiding and maintaining the secrecy of the of our elemental artifact to try to keep it out of uh, the hands of these people who would use them to uh, control natural resources and... Um, we were hoping that there was a way to retrieve the piece that we gave to Baron uh, without, you know, without having to uh, kill him. And unfortunately, he came after Jerry's piece first. So we needed to find uh, a group of travelers who were more capable than we are now to retrieve it for us. And uh, in that, you have done us a great service. So we thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Eh, got a cool uh, hat out of it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I got a dope cloak. Do you know so, uh, why he hired two people named Brian and named his cat Brian? <laughs> That's a good question, she, yeah. Yeah, that is a good question. She says, um, well, I don't, I don't know, um, any of the people that, that worked for Baron, but, um... He didn't have, like, a fetish for the word Brian or anything when you knew him. I, I mean, not, not that I know of, although I, I do know that, uh... His cat's name is Brian. I mean, obviously that's Brian. We've met Brian before. Brian's quite old. He's actually kind of a magic cat. Um, he's uh. by by my my recollection, he's at least thirty years old. It's an old oh, cat. That's old for a cat. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old cat. Um, yeah. Ooh, and sorry, Barbara. Great. I guess he's not going to grow into a, t- a lion for you. <laughs> <laughs> she she looks around. She's like, no, he's just a just a cat but um, he's just like an immortal cat just some strange ageless ageless cat yes I, i'm not quite sure what kind of enchantment Maybe he, he has, has a story it's possible the, the guys being named brian was just a coincidence <laughs> you don't usually hire people based on their name <laughs> she shrugs so you're not gonna kill us or anything because all three of you being here i, I felt like like we we're gonna be killed by the mob or something <laughs> No, we uh, we decided that we needed to talk. You see, um, we were traveling companions for many years, and um, Pop-Tart says, uh, Well, I'm just glad I don't have to take orders from Ronan anymore. get to run my own shop now. And Jerry uh, is playing a sad tune now because they know um, that Baron's dead, but he says, Hey, man, it wasn't too bad working for Ronan. We always got paid. Ronan just kind of pushes her she like waves her hands up and down like like hush and she says we decided we should we should talk although we've been living separate lives for quite some time because uh the way things have unfolded recently um is worrisome to me so uh you now have the artifact i assume it's uh back in its original state Mm -hmm. yeah i've got it here okay you show it to her yeah sure it's like a leaf now right yeah, it looks like a it looks like a leaf, and she. It's flat. Uh, 
yeah, it does. It doesn't look necessarily like an orb set into a thing. It looks more like just one kind Piece. of. Yeah. Yeah. Does it look like it could attach to even more things, or just one solitary artifact? Uh, no. It's it's. It looks whole. Okay. It doesn't look like it's a piece of something else. She says. Well, that is that is impressive. Um, there was quite a bit of magic that went into uh, separating those pieces in an attempt to hide them from people who uh, have been looking for them for quite some time. I'm I'm worried now because we were able to hide it from them for so long. And uh, well, I guess I should just tell you that they already have two of the uh, four elemental pieces. They already control uh, the fire and the water artifacts and um, they are using them far away from here to control resources and to build a vast wealth so that they can create a society um, apart from the rest of the world where only the wealthiest of individuals can live and they're doing it uh, so that they can keep all of the rest of the world apart from them at the expense of the rest of the world. They're willing to destroy the rest of the planet to create this utopia for these wealthy individuals who are uh, backing their endeavors. Um, it sucks they have fire and water because those are the two that counter each other, you know? That would have been good. So we have that, Earth. That sounds like an alright place to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like how much does it cost to move in there, by the way? Yeah, because we got some gold now. <laughs> She, she she says much more wealth than you could accumulate. More wealth than we have accumulated in all of our years of traveling together. They also uh, employ uh, a lot of very dangerous people who are willing to kill and to um, do anything they have to to uh, further their end goals. Uh, unfortunately, there's only one elemental artifact left. And they're certainly searching for it. They they found uh, Baron and were able to uh, convince him or entice him or maybe um, blackmail him, perhaps, into performing these tasks to gain the Earth Elemental Artifact. But the Air Elemental Artifact is still um, at large, and I actually don't know who's in possession of it right now. I know that the last time... My informants told me that it was being used. Uh, it was far to the west, and um, there's really not much out in the wastelands. So I don't have very many people out there to bring me information. But I know that that was the last place it was seen being used. And um, uh, from what I was told, it, it's not in the hands of these people yet. But they're they're certainly looking for it, and they. Um, will most likely come looking for the Earth Elemental, too. Right, so you fucked us over. <laughs> well, I mean, we could just hand it off to somebody and they could come yeah, get it from them. Or we could sell it to those guys. Uh, yeah, well, I don't want to say that to these guys. Maybe we shouldn't because <laughs> the fact that they're trying to destroy the rest yeah, of the planet. Yeah, that's true. We could always just, you know, fuck around and save the world if we wanted, but I don't know. Or they, they kind of look at, like, everybody kind of looks at you like, uh, oh shit! And Ronan, Ronan says, uh, "Perhaps I've misjudged your characters, <laughs> or we could find hey, out hey, how Keth just, got here." We're just spitballing here, okay? We're cool. We could find out how Keth got here, reverse it, and then they'll never be able to get it because we'll just be oh, an entire we can send different. Keth back to the Feywild with it. Yeah, and they'll never be able to get it. 
Or That's just, true. Or drop. Ronan says that um, it's quite possible that um, all of these very powerful elemental artifacts being used could have torn a rift between the the Fey and the material plane um, because not only do they these people have like they they employ uh, a lot of really strong magic users you know anything from like necromancy down or whatever so they have they have a lot of wild shit going on and it's totally possible that they have um, connections to the Fey as well she says yeah, it's possible that uh, a rift was torn in your world as a uh, a conduit for the the Fey allies they have made um, by promising them access to uh, this place in our plane in return for help with uh, Fey magics. Oh, there's bad guys there too. I thought they were all like Kevin mm. over there. No, there's some pretty bad people. Shit. Well, I don't like the idea of these guys having any of them, even if we are able to escape with one. True. So maybe we should. Well, I have a question. Using using the orb when these guys use it, they're fucking things up. If I use it for like good purposes, is that okay, or is any use of this thing kind of a uh, an offense against nature? She says, "No. Um, our understanding is that these elemental artifacts have existed for thousands of years, and that uh, the the people who have possessed them." Um, have either done great good with them or generally great evil. They tend to amplify the uh, intentions of their users so that, um, for instance, if you use it for good, the more good, uh, the more you use it, the more good will come of it. Whereas if you use it for evil, the more it will uh, warp your mind and the darker thoughts you'll have about using it. Okay. If you use it to attack a person, but for a good cause, does that cancel itself out? She says, that seems, that seems very subjective. <laughs> making an elevator, that's like a neutral action, I think. Like, that, that's that's no big deal. She says, you made a, oh, an elevator? Yeah. I don't think they were... So, well, we were, we, we were up high, we wanted to get down low. It seemed like a, a fun way to do it, I don't know. We didn't realize she that says, it was... Uh, that seems pretty pretty cool. <laughs> uh, you it was, it was dope. It us, was dope. It was Meryl that did staircases. it. Oh yeah, we already did that. We wanted to try new things. Okay. Yeah, we did that, a staircase too. Yeah, that's that's pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. You now know that Pop Tart and Jerry and Ronan were um, very close at one point. Uh, Ronan was the leader of this adventuring group, and um, they traveled. All over the place. Uh, they made a lot of money, and they had a lot of weird adventures. They all decided to kind of settle down in the same place in case they needed each other and live live uh, their separate lives. And they kind of committed themselves to um, hiding this artifact, knowing that uh, they were getting older and that um, people were looking for it. So Ronan, which... Um, you don't really know much about her abilities, but obviously this this building is heavily enchanted, and she's a very very powerful. Um, uh, she's a wizard. I mean, I'll just tell you that. But she's she's a super powerful wizard, and so um, she uh, was able to find a way to um, separate this artifact into pieces and uh, make it so that 
if One Piece was ever found, you could never have like the full abilities of it, but that both pieces still had kind of equal powers. And um, she, um, I'll also tell you, made Jerry's fiddle, which is why it has so many magic powers. And um, you assume that um, the enchantments that uh, Pop-Tart has on various items were... Um, the work of Ronan as well. So the spoon that uh, Pop Tart gave to Mero, the stealth spoon, it was um, enchanted by uh, Ronan as well. So, like, so can we pay her to enchant stuff for us, for us? Yeah, I mean they're willing to help you if you're gonna if you're gonna take on this quest. You know what I mean? Like that's the sort of thing where this is their this is their life's work. Okay. They um they committed themselves to keeping this out of the wrong people's hands. And they think that um, the four of you might have a chance to either obtain the second element, the the sec or the last elemental um, artifact that they don't have, or stop them. So, kind of what they laid out for you is, um, we'll help you if you want to do this. And um, they're basically saying you can either go get the last the air elemental which is out in the wastelands and you don't know much about that um area or you can keep trying to hide this one forever uh or you can go fight them with only one elemental artifact although it seems like you know what they've what from what they've told you is um if you the i mean from what they've told you, it's it, the more elemental artifacts you have in your possession, the better chance you have to um, do battle with these people who are going to come for you one way or the other. Okay. Well, I have a suggestion. Why don't we? Why don't we give us some a little bit time to huddle up? We'll talk this over, see what we think uh, is our best course of action. We meet up a little later back at the Iron Dong. Does that sound okay? Do you want to meet up at like a? charred building yeah i think i would like to just uh, uh just for all time yeah sake. exactly maybe we can um, run in and yeah. um, start not fire ronan says uh yes why don't we meet in the basement of the iron dong and jerry kind of cocks an eyebrow as he's playing his uh he's got, he's playing like a really fucking dope version of stella blue <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> but uh he kind of cocks his eyebrow and um he says yeah, man, that sounds chill as hell. <laughs> I didn't know you uh, had a basement. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mero went to the basement yeah, previously, but it. he didn't. Oh yeah, there okay. wasn't really anything of... there, but yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, so uh, part part says, um, "Hey, that's fine with me." Okay, so I, I think we leave the uh, the white. What is this place called again? Uh, something white else. Oaks. White Oaks. That's right. We leave there. Uh, kind of huddle up outside. Um, maybe there's a cle- uh, median in the road or something like that where we can stop and talk for a minute. I'll tell you guys what I'm thinking. There's four artifacts. There's four guys here. I mean, there's four people here. I'm, I apologize, Pommel. That's fine. Th- this seems like natural. I mean, <laughs> I-, I-, I think this is cool. Uh, if nothing else, we get the other one, you know, out way out west. And uh, we can, if these guys are using their thing to make some big rich place, we could do the same thing. Or we could go and uh, attack them. We could take them down. Uh, that would be fine with me as well. I I always want to see the world. Uh, it's kind of up to you guys. What do you think? I like the idea of all four of us having a 
artifact. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Can you say that again? I, I couldn't quite hear you because uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. It's a little windy out today. Are you uh, eating some help? You know, clean your ears? Uh, yeah, maybe so. <laughs> I, think, I like the idea of one each, like each person. Although me and Pommel are going to stick together for a while, though. So Yeah. Okay, well, you do stuff together. Yeah. It's twice as powerful. Mm. Well, they're going to come after you if we don't. Right, exactly. So, but I'll feel safer with you guys around, definitely. Yeah, and I don't like the idea of these assholes uh, taking these magic artifacts and not even. It's too too expensive for me to get in. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah, that's not like, cool. Yeah, so that was second yeah. thought. Screw over the entire population. Uh, what's that? What's that? I'm sorry, I, I can't Without hear you. Without a second thought. Well, you don't have to yell. Come on, but I, <laughs> I just mean. Without a second thought, just taking over and destroying the planet. Not cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. this sucks. Yeah. Me and Barbara adventures anyway, so looks like this is like. And hey, yeah, I and still after it's all done, they're probably worth a lot. Yeah, and I still need to gather up a animal army, <laughs> right? For my zoo, there's mm. plenty of treasure mm. along the way. How about you, McCath? What are you thinking? Because you're like, I don't know, you're kind of an outside guy. I mean, you're from the yeah. Fey and everything. Well, it sounds like maybe with all these. Uh, stones together and might be able to open up a portal back to the Fey Wild. I might be able to get back home. You know, I'd, I'd like to go home. I'm not blind when I'm home. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I can. I know. Shit, it's, I didn't realize. When I, when I came here is when I lost my sight. So perhaps, perhaps, you know, I can go back home when this is all said and done. And I'm, I, I enjoy your company for the most part. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, why not? Let's do this. Let's fucking save the world. Cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we head back over to the Iron Dong. Uh, we spend our time. Uh, I, I paint the smiley face on my pirate hat. Uh, <laughs> I Is there any uh, stores oh, oh, I could wait. look for? for before, we, before we left the White Oaks, I, I go to the human woman at the desk and I lay the flower on there and I say, this is for Kellen when she comes back. She says, "She says, uh, okay, I'll tell her Keth left this for her, and then she puts it in a, in a little box. Thanks. What are you going to do with the other flower? Uh, I want it for myself. I'm going to put it in my hair. Um, you guys have decided you want to take on this task, so you're making your way back over to the Iron Dong. Yep, to meet back up. You go in. It's kind of it's, – it's dark. Everything's still kind of fucked up. You make your way into the basement, and – Standing in the basement is Ronan. She has her hood back, and you can see that she's wearing like a gold uh, headband that looks pretty fucking magical. And um, Pop-Tart's there smoking uh, a real long cigarette, and he's wearing um, his, his robe gear with his cloak on. Uh, and Jerry is sitting on a barrel with his boots up, uh, plucking a real funky tune. And, um, Ronan says, well, if you're going to, um, take the adventure, which I assume you are, you're going to, you're going to do this, right? Yes. Yeah. I think we're going to go for the, uh, air, uh, one next. Okay. Well, yeah. if you're going to venture into the wastelands, you'll need some, uh, specialized gear and, she places her hand on uh, one of the bricks in the wall in the cellar, and um, you see that it's uh, illusion magic, 
and basically uh, the the stone wall kind of vanishes and there's like a weird door with kind of um, some some inscriptions and stuff on it she uh, touches her hand to that doorknob and the door pulls like pushes back and then slides in she says right this way and that's where we're going to end for now hello people it's your old pal greggy here at the end to say thank you for listening to role players are wonderful uh this has been just like an incredibly fun project to put together um it's also been really satisfying like just to the part of my brain that enjoys making podcasts in the first place like editing together the story and adding the incredibly good music andrew made and dropping in sound effects and stuff like that i want to say thank you to joe mcgirl alex and bruce reed robinson for being such a huge part of this Uh, I obviously couldn't have done it without you guys, and even if I could, it wouldn't have been half as funny as it was. Then I've got to thank Andrew Clotworthy for the music. The music in this thing has been incredible, and there's been so many original tracks, like, I've just been blown away by the generosity. Uh, Folks, if you would do me one favor, it would just be to go over to Andrew Clotworthy's Spotworthy and follow him on there. An easy way to get there would be just open up your browser and type in music.paulinks.top. Uh, Otherwise, if you'd like to book Andrew to work on your project, which I highly recommend, uh, you can go to cloutworthymusic.com and get a hold of him there. Uh, Lastly, where to next for podcasts are wonderful? That's the question on everybody's mind. Well, like I said, I've really enjoyed the process making this series. Uh, The feedback I've gotten from listeners has been phenomenal, and our subscriber numbers have been growing every week. So I think we're just going to keep the ball rolling on Role Players Are Wonderful for now. Uh, Bruce is currently working on the next arc, so you may hear a couple more classic pause-style episodes in the meantime. But once he's ready, we'll get back into the world of Mero, Keth, Pommel, Barbara, and Brian the Cat. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at the Greggiest, Joe at, at Joe McGirl, Alex at, at SocketQuest, and Andrew at, at Clotwo. All of that is going to be in the description as well so you can find that there you can hear all the extra discussions surrounding every episode as well as bonus patreon episodes at donate to paw.win but if you want to support the show without spending any money the best way to do so would be to retweet the episode links that are always pinned to my profile on twitter or leave podcast wonderful in itunes review or stitcher review but hey even if you don't want to do any of that stuff thanks again for listening i love you Hello, no, I'm